couple of notes on today's feast. It's the feast of the baptism of the Lord. And as many of us know, it's the last day, last hours really, of this season of Christmas. And it's interesting that this feast of the baptism of the Lord comes at the end of the Christmas season because I don't want to self-project any of my problems onto you. But what I oftentimes find about these days after Christmas is my heart can kind of enter into the post-Christmas blues, right? I don't know if you feel it. January, North Dakota. It's not getting any warmer out there. Football, it's not getting any better over there. For many of us, you look forward to Thanksgiving and the wonderful festivities with your family. We get through that. We then have Christmas and all the planning and all the excitement. For those of you who have parents, who are parents who have kids come home, the excitement of having your kids back for a couple days. For those who are in college, the excitement of being off for a couple days for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, it ends. And here we are in mid-January. And the reason I describe those post-Christmas blues, and like I said, I don't want to self-project anything onto you, is that this feast day, in a really special way, gets to a certain reality that continues even after Christmas. And the fact of the matter is, through our baptism, we share, in a most special way, in the same relationship Jesus had with his Father. That Jesus had this relationship with his Father, in which God the Father says of Jesus, you are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. In that same identity that Jesus had, has, we also have through our baptism that Christ makes this promise, I am with you always. And the reason I want to kind of juxtapose those two things of post-Christmas blues and the reality of baptism is because what baptism offers you and I is an enduring, continuous, non-fading, eternal relationship. That is there always. That is never gone. That is permanent. That you have right now if you're baptized. And we need to live in that reality. Not just in these middays of January. But always. The second thing I want to note on this feast day is. Uh, once in a while I get asked the question. Not too often. But once in a while I get asked the question. Father, this, this infant baptism thing. When are we going to just let people decide Right? When are we going to just let people decide on their own when they get a bit older? Um, I want to be baptized. Right? When's the church going to just let people, the kids, make that own choice uh, for themselves? And the reason I want to try to answer that question is I think the answer to that question also speaks into something that baptism reveals to you and to I. Oftentimes I'll answer that question about infant baptism this way, and I don't think the answer suffices. I'll answer it by saying, Mom and Dad, when your child's sick and they need medicine, do you let them just go and choose on their own what medicine for the medicine, counter, uh, medicine cabinet to take? A 
Of course not. That would be highly irresponsible. Mom and dad, do you just let your kids choose whatever garbage cereal, garbage lunch, garbage whatever they want to eat? Of course not. That'd be a bit less responsible. And then all of a sudden when it comes to things like faith and salvation and holiness, we just let people choose on their own? We want to share what is important to us. We want to pass on what is important to us. However, I think a better answer to the question, why baptism at whatever age, is because it reveals the most essential part of the Christian faith. And it's this. Jesus says in the Gospel of John, it was not you who chose me, but I who chose you. Everyone, this whole Christian thing is about God having chosen us. It's about God choosing to be in a relationship with us. It's about God choosing to say to us, you are my beloved son. Yes, we respond. Yes, we take initiative. Yes, we have to sometimes put more effort than we like to do. But the fundamental reality of the Christian faith is God's initiative, God's choice. And he chooses us. And he appoints us. So in these post-Christmas blue, post blue days, may we cling to the reality that God is with us and that he has chosen us and that, yes, he has even appointed us.